What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Rad Rides Podcast. As always, I am your host, Jason Zollers, and welcome to Season 3. I'm so excited today to have this guest on the podcast. We've been going round and round for actually uh, since the podcast started. It's Marco Duque. I've known this guy for a very long time, over 15 years. His car is a 1971 Chevelle. And let me tell you, this thing has gone through so many changes from the first time I've ever seen it to exactly now. Uh, it has a very storied past. He's really going to get into the story of this car and how it's evolved. In fact, at one point, this car was damn near totaled. Uh, it had a frame, full frame replacement on it, full suspension. He's got a he's got the fourth motor in it. Uh, the guy runs his cars hard. Uh, the guy uh, really does test them out. If you need a guy to test your car after a build and you want to see if something will break, this is the guy to go to. But man, he is such a great guy. He's a tell it like it is kind of guy. Uh, he built the car the way that he wanted it and didn't want anybody else's uh, input into it. So uh, I, I really enjoyed this one. Sorry about the um, about the audio. But we were in a very crowded bar watching football at the time. So you're going to hear some uh, football in the background and you're going to hear some music in the background. But I thought it brought some good ambiance to it. All right, folks, like I said in the season three intro, I'm going to start promoting some of these smaller businesses. And I figured for the entire time, we might as well have a company that also promotes smaller businesses. The first one's going to be three commas. Three commas usually stands for a billion. And yes, we like money, but it's really not about the money. It's more about the journey and it seeks to encourage people to fulfill their goals. Like myself, I wanted to be a podcaster. I came out here and threw myself out there and now I'm podcasting. It's awesome. But this is backed by Mark Cuban. What he's trying to do is motivate entrepreneurs with apparel, accessories, and coffee. I can tell you they have soft tees. They have original accessories that are approved by Shark Tank. They've actually been on Shark Tank. As you know, Mark Cuban's on there. And that's a good show. You should probably go watch it. And it's a, he has direct trade uh, Colombian coffee, which I'm a big coffee guy. And let me tell you guys, I have some of these soft tees. I wore a couple here in some of the uh, previous podcasts. If you go back to season two, episode 21, I'm wearing one during it. It's in a lot of the pictures. It was actually a collab that was done by Nelly. Shout out to Nelly. He says he listens to the podcast. I think that's pretty cool. Maybe I'll have him on here one day. But uh, we are going to be giving these to the guests. Uh, in fact, some of the sizes that were too small, Jen actually wears these to sleep in. So fellas, if it's good enough for ladies to sleep in, it's good enough for you. So you can get online and find them on Instagram at three commas or at www.threecommas.com. That's spelled out T-H-R-E-E. All right, folks, let's get right into it. You can find all of the pictures of Marco's ride at www.radridespodcast.com. You're going to laugh. You might cry. You're going to have a very similar story if you've rebuilt cars for any amount of time. But I can't wait for this one. Please welcome to the podcast Marco Duque, a.k.a. Storyteller, and his 1971 Chevelle, aptly named Lola. Like the douchiest music as soon as we're about to start this. So, yeah. <laughs> what is this? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They just played some really good country music and now they're playing whatever this is right now. I don't here, even so. know who this is. Let me Shazam this. See yeah, it's all good. It's whatever. So. But oh, yeah, we, man, look. I have my George uh, Strait shirt. We're live. Yesterday. We're live. Uh, Marco Duque is here in all his Packer gear right now. Texan fan turned Packer fan. Yeah. Because the Texans right now. Huh? Well, they're the Texans. Well, so. I mean, it's always good to be a shareholder for the Packers. That, yeah, we're a shareholder so, now? That's exactly yeah, right. So, uh, so that's awesome, man. But look, uh, we're down here in Houston at uh, Moonshine Deck. Uh, man, this place is really cool. If you're 
down in Houston, I'd come over here. They got a lot of old cars and stuff out front. There's an old Hummer and a couple of old Volkswagens and stuff like that. So yeah, it's a pretty good, pretty good spot. But uh, the football games have started. Uh, I was down here on vacation. Jen's with me. Snacks in the wild. Snacks in the wild. She's been drinking solid. No, no bodybuilding this week. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, but yeah, man. Look, I've been trying to get you on here for a while, but your car has uh, a very long and storied history. She's living up to her reputation. Yes, good yeah. things, bad things, and uh, I'll let you um, introduce yourself over this awesome music right here. Yeah. So well, everybody listening, you're getting an ambiance right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, my name is Marco. Yeah, speak uh, up, man. Hello. There you go. Yeah, no better. All right. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Let me just do this. There you go. No better. Yeah. yeah. So I'm. Uh, hi guys. I'm Marco. Um, my friends have all kinds of nicknames. I kind of nickname myself a story uh, storyteller because um, like speak up. Like like to tell stories. There you like go. Tell stories, yeah. Especially about my car. Yeah, that's all good. Yeah, just speak loud into it, man. You're all good to go. He's gonna put it right next to his beer, and uh, oh, I'm sure that's gonna sound great. Perfect. <laughs> So anyway, tell everybody what kind of car you have and everything like that. I have a uh, 1971 uh, Chevrolet Chevelle. She's all murdered out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, her name is Dolores. Uh, everybody knows her by Lola because she's a pain in my ass. And whenever I do have her running, uh, I like to. She likes to hurt fe people's feelings. <laughs> she hurts feelings when she when she pulls in and pulls out of the parking lot. So yeah. So I've known Marco for a very long time. He was like one of my first like really good car buddies. Uh, actually, Jen asked how we all got yeah, into man. cars, and I told her the story of just showing up to Dave's shop, and you uh -huh. were there working on your brakes, and I was like, I'll help you out. I mean, like, what the hey, hell's man. going on here? Yeah, and uh, we get, ended up becoming good, great friends, and uh, was in cruising cars, and you know, one of the founding members of Nasty Customs with the rest of us. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Yeah, that's funny how that kind of came about, too. Yeah, exactly. But I can tell you, uh, Marco's car has had a very storied past. Uh, ups and downs. Ups and downs. More I'm gonna downs. Let you kinda, I'm going <laughs> to let you kind of start up the uh, start off the story. How did you get it? Uh, what did it look like? Uh, I'm sure I'm going to have a lot of pictures on the website. I'm, you have a lot of pictures I'm going to grab from you and all that good stuff. So. Yeah. Um, so I actually bought her in 2006. Um, I was actually kind of on the brink. I had gotten out of a, a relationship, and I was like, you know what? I've always wanted this. I was. It was funny because we had actually gone and I was actually getting ready to buy a bike. I was gonna oh, get yeah, a like Yamaha. A I was gonna get a Yamaha. Yamaha. Yeah. Okay. Like you know, D had a bike and it was fun, and I was like, dude, let's do it. So I actually went to the dealership, and uh, my crazy ass, I drive. If, if anyone knows how I drive my my Chevelle, like me driving a motorcycle would have been like probably a bad, probably yeah probably a really bad idea so and, and, we, uh, and if you need your car tested to find I, anything that's break. wrong with it or breakable marco's marco the guy for you marco proof your car and you're, you, you got a solid car dude straight <laughs> marco up proof your yeah, car dude. that's right <laughs> so uh now nah, so we uh we were, at, we were actually at the dealership and a buddy of mine um got a phone call and we found out that a friend that he was riding with he had actually just passed away so we kind of like stopped we said you know we'll come back we'll come back and i was like let me think about it and i had actually been looking at a few chevelles every time i went and looked at them it was just an, it wasn't a good fit i actually almost bought a convertible okay. uh, i went and bought a, i went and looked at it it's funny because i was all in my dress clothes my shirt and tie and i pulled into this guy's shop it was a little shady and uh he's like yeah it has to be a cash deal and i was like okay you know it was, it was all primered out uh Body was solid. It's it had a little, the internet, by the way, too. Yeah, it had a little. It had a little 307 in it. 
and I'm like, damn, this would be cool, you know. In Houston, I'm like, dude, this would be mosquito heaven. And uh, you know, the car looked solid, but he didn't have any of the convertible components. So I was like, ah, let me think about it. And I was like, well, yeah, you know, how much would you take? And when we talked, he was he was kind of a yeah, you know, he was being a real big asshole. Yeah. So oh, I was okay. like, you know what? Uh, do you have a title? And he told me, no, I don't have a title. I was like, you know, do you have a bonded title? And he's like, oh, man, you're asking too many questions, man. I'm like, dude, I'm getting ready to buy this car. Right. So I was like, whatever. So I left, and then I called the guy that I had trying to be negotiating with, and I went and looked at it, and if you're in the Houston area, the old uh, finger or, yeah, fingers finger location furniture. right across from U of H main campus, he brought it out, and uh, and that, that's all she wrote. And I was like, cool. You know, she had a, she had a lot of, she looked like she was a pretty solid car. I was right. like, yeah, Hard it looked top. like looked like it had a ton of paint on it and i was like hey, it's all good and when i started talking to the guy um he actually he, he came from a it's a family of racers this was actually his wife's car they had a few mustangs that were all decked out and they would take him to the track and when he was showing me pictures i i recognized the guy from the track and i was like okay he's like yeah we just don't have any room to work you know between my son and all these cars like it's just in the way in the driveway and she doesn't drive it or work on it as much so that's why we're getting rid of it right so and i was like perfect so i made a deal and that's all she wrote and uh drove it around for a little bit uh it's funny because um the first time that i started rebuilding her i rebuilt her because i had a uh, kind of an asshole in a range rover uh push me into a, Mer- uh, a mercedes and a bmw and I, I got i got just pinned in i couldn't get out of the car and uh when the police when the police actually came up to, to clear the scene the guy was like drunk and he was like yeah he just hit the car and the police officer's like dude Shut up! Yeah. It's a piece of American history, man. Pull over. Hey, so man. you get a, you he, get a pass when you're yeah, riding these man. cars. Yeah, man. Yeah. So like, he's like, "What happened?" I was like, "Man, he tried to pull in, coming in from the right lane, you know, three lanes over, and he, you know, he hit my car. And unfortunately, this is a metal machine, bro. So that little that little fiberglass Range Rover just it's into some pieces, and he's right. upset about it. So I uh, I started rebuilding it, and uh, I had just met somebody a few weeks back, uh, a friend of ours, Martin, that. Uh, He's like, man, I know somebody that can probably help you with it. And that's when I met a really good friend of ours, David. And that's when we first started. That was my first rebuild. Like, <laughs> the first out of many. Yes. Many. Yes. And there was a, a lot of rust, I remember, yeah. from those pictures. Yeah. Y'all started cutting into it, and it just, you kept cutting and cutting and cutting and mm-hmm. cutting. And yeah, the only the only original part of the car is the, uh, the roof and the... Uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else has been completely well. It was completely changed out that time. But uh, <laughs> that's like the opposite of my Chevelle. Yeah. Everything's original except for the roof that caved in during the fire. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So but anyway, so you got it all, all nice and running and everything. He, he just got his food too. So grub, man, grub. Nice. You're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're here. We're at a bar. We're drinking. We're eating. You know, it's it's a good time right now. So, uh, but yeah, I remember uh, when I met you, the thing had like. It looked like one of the one of those donks. Oh yeah. Race now it yep. had like twenty twos or twenty fours on yep. it. It was all lifted, and we were like, that was when the big wheels were in though, right? Yeah. That was before yeah. everybody started really tucking yeah, that was in, away that was up in underneath. Two thousand and six. So uh, two thousand six. That's I, right. Yeah. I wanted to get some. Originally, I wanted to get some twenties, but the ones that I wanted, uh, I think when I tried to order them, they were out of stock. And then my buddies like, hey man, I got these wheels at Universal. I think they might fit your car. And I was like, all right, cool. I was planning on painting them all black because I'm a, if, if you know me, like black is my favorite color and everything that I own is black. Yeah, it's murdered out. Yeah, everything's murdered out. For me, it's just. It you looks, were Murder Nova before Murder Nova. It, yeah, yeah. It, it's clean, man. It's always clean and it looks pissed off. And uh, it's kind of the look that I went for. But yeah, it was, it was kind of dunked out. And 
you know. Donked out. It was, yeah, literally. They're it like was. the donk. But, uh, <laughs> I'll post some pictures of that. I remember, those. I remember that ride very well. <laughs> but yeah, whenever whenever I got to rebuilding it, I already knew the wheel setup that I wanted to get. And that's, that's kind of what, what led to the first version right. of Lola. And then, <clears throat> I remember it was all flat black, which at the time, that was like the hot thing, right? Everybody wanted everything flat black. Yep. Like the hot rod black was where it was at. And then you did some like crazy silver stripes with um what did it have in it like that reflective material in it yeah right? yeah so i mean i'm kind of a I'm kind of a crazy ass when it comes to ideas everyone says I, I have some creative side and at the time i'm like i didn't want a flat car because for me flat was just I, w I wanted something that had like a sheen to it sure. so i played with a lot of colors and and i was like i wanted an eggshell finish because at night like i i, I I've seen I've seen cars where right. if you're driving down at night and you go down the big light post, you just see it like light passing it when it just has this certain sheen to it. That's kind of the look that I was going for. But since it's black, I was like, you know, you're driving down the highway and you know you're, you're changing lanes and all these lanes have this reflective color. So I researched and I, <coughs> excuse me, I realized that um, it's a uh, crushed glass that uh, that they pour on top of paint. That gives us this reflective look. So I kind of like a police car at night. Yeah, yeah. Where you, where back, you back see then, just the police. Back then, yeah, back then before they had the fluorescent paint or the vinyl, the only thing that you can do is put this crushed glass in the paint. So we attempted it, and it actually looked really, really good. It looked it, good. It looked really good. But yeah. the problem was when we first ran the, the the first coat of clear with the flattener in it, it tiger striped because of Houston freaking humidity. So then I had to do it again, and it looked good. Like the car. The car looked nasty. It that, did. It looked really good. It looked nasty. Like yeah. every, everywhere I would take it, you'd have your old heads that would be very judgmental. I'm like, why did you ruin the car like that? Why did you do this? And I'm like, hey man, build your own and do, yeah. what, you do what you want to do to it. Right. So, um, but the, the one thing that I always got is everyone would always mean, man, that car's nasty, dude. Oh, that thing is so nasty. That was like the, the one thing that stuck out more from right. anybody. Yeah. So it just kind of stuck. And then we'll get to, we'll get to that story too. Yeah. On how but, Nasty Customs started. Yeah, and then I remember when you had the big wheels and everything, you were still running the 350 in it, right? Yep. Yep. The small block with that that, was the with one that the, crappy that, transmission. That was the that was the first shitty motor that I blew out of many. Yeah. It had that crummy transmission and like, It was a peg leg with a crappy transmission and could barely get the thing to turn. And I'm like, Jason, I'm gonna spin the tires out, hold the car. Yeah, hold the car, right? Yeah. You had to hold the car back. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. And uh, so then you decided, okay, we got to get, got to get the stance a little bit better. Uh, did you get the stance or the motor first? Um, actually, I got both at the same time. Okay, yeah. We, uh, yeah. we got a different motor. Yep. And I huge ordered, motor. I ordered some drop spindles and my set of wheels, and I said, okay, well, on the phase two, Lola 1.0 is what I called her. So that's kind of what led to that. We dropped it, got some different wheels. Uh, Went into uh, getting a big block, uh, put a you know decent little cam, and then that was part of the the rebuild process at that time. Right. It lasted about four months. We were coming <laughs> back from this car show, Nifty Fifties, out in the north side of Houston, and on the way back, I threw the rod like right through the oil pan, and I was like, oh shit! Like immediately, I knew something was really bad. Pulled over, and there was like oil everywhere, and I was like, well. <laughs> 
So much for the big block. <laughs> That's right. Was that a 454? Or yeah. That was yeah, a 454. 454. Yep. Yeah, and then you had dropped it. Did you put the new wheels on it yet? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you got went to what, 18s, huh? Or I had, 20s? Uh, I, had eight, I had 18s in the front and 20s in the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was sitting nice. I think yeah. everybody really loved that car, right? Uh, I mean, like. It had a nice little rake on it. Had a nice rake, had nice dumps on it. And then you decided you were just going to get some really big, stupid motor after that, correct? Yeah, I mean, for me, <laughs> um, it's funny because my buddy Kevin, he's like, LS Swap World. You know, he wants an LS Swap, a boat, and you know, right. he'll put an LS Swap in a go-kart if you let him. But, I mean, for me, the, 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 the Chevelle has always been, for me, when I think of the Chevelle, it's, it's the epitome of muscle car. Yes, 100%. And, uh, you know, when you can pull up to a, any, any type of car. You get a, a Lambo, or you know, you get, you know, a new vet. Yeah, they sound good, but it's just the muscle car era. You, you don't, you just don't have that rumble. Right. And for me, like when I picture a Chevelle or a car like a like a Cuda or you know a, a Challenger, like it has to sound really, really pissed off. So yes. for me, I was like, let me get the biggest motor uh, that I could possibly get. Let me see how much fun I can have with this, and let me see how many people I can piss off with this loud ass motor. <laughs> and that. That kind of began that whole phase with it. Now, what size was that? What size is that motor? Because I think you still have it, uh, correct? It's a 468. It's board 30 over. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a four bolt main. Uh, I put I put I put that one to the test. Uh, this is the same. It's actually the one that it's the fourth motor that I have in there because I had the 350, blew the 350, I blew two of the 454s out, and then this is the the four bolt main that I ended up taking time and. Really, really, really trying to build build around the car based on the beer? suspension. Yeah, I'll take a note. Based on the suspension, based on the transmission that I had, and I was like, okay, now I'm, now I want to make sure that everything everything ties in, everything goes together. Yeah. So that's what I did, and um, she's been good. She's done me right until you know the the, the, the big wreck that we had. And, yeah. And uh, you know she's she's there. She's kicking. She sounded good the other day. We had a few little kinks that we need to. You know, fix and put back together, but she'll 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 be uh, she'll be on the road soon. Yeah. So uh, yeah, kind of tell <clears throat> kind of tell everybody what uh, what happened with the wreck because that was a very sad day. In fact, my cousin Jake still talks about your car all the time because it was his favorite Chevelle on the internet. Yeah. And uh, when I sent him that picture of your car smashed up, I mean, dude, it was like he lost a member of his family. <laughs> <laughs> so. I was having a lot of fun with the car. It was finally, you know, looking like I wanted it to. It was finally running, you know, the way I wanted it to run. And it was actually a really nice day. It was a 2017, it was game five of the Astros World Series. My buddy Abe's like, hey man, we're gonna be out in Baytown having a shrimp bowl. If you wanna come by, like, come hang out. And I said, yeah, dude. I was like, hell yeah, dude. That's a nice little ride yeah, out there. that's a good ride out there, yeah. So, cranked the car up. Was coming down the freeway uh, right before I hit downtown. This Challenger pulls up, and you know, obviously, he sees the Chevelle. He starts trying to trying to fuck me a little bit, and I was like, "All right, let me have some fun." So down downshifted, and then we had some fun on the highway. And then he just like gave me the thumbs up. He was just like shaking his head, like "Damn." And I was like, you know, I gave him the thumbs up. Went out to Baytown, hung out, um, and then I was actually meeting my buddy Edgar. We're gonna go and watch the game. So. Mm -hmm. I was like, dude, let me get out of here before you know the sun goes down. I put the car right. up. I don't want to. I don't want to take it out. I don't, I don't like taking it out to bars because, right, know, people just. I, I don't. It's not that I don't trust myself. I just don't trust people to be around the car when they're drunk. Yeah. Well, so I, was, I mean, you've come out and you know. I mean, you're just like me. You had people taking pictures with it. You know what I mean? Which is all great. It's fine. 
But when you got rivets and stuff all over your jeans and you're sitting on the car, mm-hmm. let some of you ladies, yeah. or you got like uh, jewelry or belts or anything like that, it's you know you rub right up against that car and it scratches instantly. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, and I mean I'm with you. Like I don't like taking it out. At, I don't like taking the old cars out at night because a people drive like crazy. You know what I mean? And, and two, I mean you are you're driving a 40, 50 year old car. You know what I mean? Down the uh, down the interstate at 70, 80 miles an hour, and you, you never know who's been drinking and who's driving and all that stuff, you yep. know, so yep. I'm with you, especially in a city like Houston, like, a little bit different in Washington where we live, like, you know, we know the, you know all the back roads and people are, you know, a lot of two-lane roads and stuff like that, but out here with, you know, six, seven lanes and people are driving like idiots out there, you yep. know what I mean? Yep. They don't realize that they're in a new car with new technology and you're still in a, again, a 40, 50 year old car. Yep. Yeah, know? I mean, at the time, um, you know, I had, you know, the stock suspension and, you know, coming back, the, the, here's, a, here's a crazy part. One of my favorite songs, you know, I have a playlist. I have a Lola Cruz playlist. Sure, as we all do. Got a lot of old old jams, you know, I'm an old soul. Most of the time it's either Ray Charles or, you know, somebody. But that day I was listening to uh, Driving My Life Away and I had it on repeat. <laughs> and I was coming down from Baytown, and familiar, it, it, it cuts real, real hard on a corner jumping back on Interstate 10 on 330. Probably about half a mile back, uh, there, was this, uh, there was this lady, she was driving a, a Mini Cooper uh, S, and uh, she had a little boy in, the baby, in, in a car seat, probably about three, four years old, and he had a big ass grin on his face. Sure. He's giving me the thumbs up, she's waving, giving me the thumbs up, and I'm like, you know, giving him the thumbs up back. I'm like, yeah, it's, it, you know, it's that's one of the cool things about having old cars. Like, I, and, and, and we'll get to that story on how I came to want a Chevelle. But, you know, um, it was cool. So probably about half a mile up, we're, we're, we're trying to get in and everyone slams on the brakes, getting on this turn. And there's, a, big, there's, a, there's, there's, a, bunch of, there's a bunch of trees and um, everybody slammed on the brakes. There was a Hummer in front and everyone turned out to like the emergency lanes. Yeah. And there was nowhere to go. And all I saw was this, you know, this little Mini Cooper right in front of me. And I'm just like, man, I'm driving in this this tank. Yeah. And if I hit this car, like, that's it. Like, You're right. Like, everything's slowed down at the moment. And I know how to drive my car. I'm very familiar with how it forms. You know, I, we burn out, we do dumb shit, we race right. sometimes. But I was like, this car's not stopping. Like, it just started skating down the highway. And it started turning right, and I auto-corrected. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna give it a few more seconds. And then I was like, no. Nope. So then I purposely spun it out. And I was trying to spin it out once, and I ended up spinning out once in a one and a half. And then the front of the car, just that one little patch of like 10 feet of concrete, that it would have been five feet further or five feet back, I would have like flipped down the overpath onto I-10. So uh, it's crazy because I had a boot on my foot at the time, and uh, and like when I knew I was getting impact, I just let my body go because I'm like I don't. for people that know my car, I don't have seat belts. I don't right. have windshield wipers. <laughs> I don't believe in those things in that right. car. I do now, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we were young at the yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, it was it was different times. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, so I ended up hitting the, the concrete wall, and I knew it was bad. Like, I felt the impact, and I was like, "Geez, this is gonna be this is gonna be terrible." So I get out of the car, and the guy behind me was in a brand new Super Sport Camaro wood plates and he had just gotten out of uh, one of the plants in Baytown right. and he's like dude you drove the shit out of that car you all right and I was like yeah man I'm good I'm good and I just it could have been a lot worse he oh, was yeah. like yeah man he goes I tried I saw you trying to hold it as long as you could 
He's like, yeah. He's like, damn, dude. He's like, man. He's like, well, just just calm down. Take a seat, man. Make sure you're all right. So uh, the fact that, I mean, he saw it. Uh, he, you know, he gave me his contact info, and then the fire department showed up. I called Abe, my buddy. My dude, I just totaled the car, and he's just like, shut the fuck up. Stop playing. And I'm like, no, literally, I just totaled yeah, the car. And he's like, for real? And I was like, yeah. He's like, dude, you just left. And I was like, yeah, dude. And I sent him a picture. He's like, oh, shit, I'm on my way. Abe's a police officer. Yeah, police officer, right? So by the time he gets there, uh, the police hadn't gotten there, and the fire department was pulling in. And uh, the fire department's face, all of them were like, oh, oh my God. And I was like, guys. Just, can you make it any fucking worse? Like, yeah, I, I know. Yeah. They're like, you all right? And I'm like, I mean, physically I'm good. Emotionally I'm torn apart. Right. And I might need some, like, life support on that because oh, that's my <laughs> baby, man. And then, like, when, when they were loaning her on the uh, flatbed, shit, man. It was the worst feeling. Sad moment, man. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, like, almost a year to the date, Jason was here, and that's when your Chevelle yep. had burned down. Yeah, that, and, yeah, and mine it was had almost, burned it was, up like... It was almost, it, literally, it was almost to the day. It was like yeah. four days later, a yeah. year later. And I was like, ah, and I was like, I remember the feeling of, like, desperation yeah. when I came around the freeway and the fire trucks were coming and I see flames and smoke yeah, and I sure. see your Chevelle lit up. Yeah. And it was that same feeling and I was like, fuck, here we go again. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, crap. But, uh, but luckily, I mean, nobody got hurt. Um... Yeah, that's was, good. Yeah, the car they, was insured, you know, and yeah. I was just sorry behind that because I actually was gonna do some things to it. Uh -huh. So I dropped the insurance, and um, the insurance paid for you know part of it. But right. uh, you know now, probably about a year ago, I started the rebuild, and she's gonna be bigger, bigger, uh, bigger and better and cleaner, and she's got she's like there's nothing at, like at this point. I don't feel like there's anything that I would want to upgrade to from what I'm putting in it right now. Right. Yeah. And so. I yeah, I mean, you've done this. You've done full suspension on it. You've yeah. done all the bracing on it. Yeah. You know, I mean, everything really, right? I mean, that's like, and uh, like my Nova, I draw inspiration from you because you've built yours over. I mean, shit, Marco, how long we know each other? Like, like 15 years 15, now. Yeah. Like 15, yeah, like a long time. And like I've seen the evolution of yours, and like Jen keeps asking me, like, what are you, what are you doing? You know, the Nova. We need to get it running. We need to do this, that. And I'm like, I think it needs to be a 2.0. You know, kind of like you did a 2.0. Yeah, I'm at Lola, Lola 5.0 right now. Yeah, Lola 5.0 exactly. So you know all the things that because you, you do you build the car and then you drive it for a year and you go I want to change this I want to change this I want to change this because you don't like it. You know what I mean? And I think that's where I'm at right now. Jen's looking at me like. <laughs> it needs done. It needs done. It's just been sitting in the garage. So I have a laundry list of things, you know, to, to do like a 2.0, mm -hmm. kind of like you, like you've done, you know. And I think that's a lot of guys, right? I mean, you know, I had my buddy Renzo Pinto, uh, who actually I'll, I'll, I'll have to say was like one of the guys who uh, really my car obsession started. Me and him used to build these old models with like hydraulics and stuff on them, mm -hmm. dude. And actually, he hit me up the other day and. We were talking about cars because he saw my the Apache and everything. He's like, man, it's a dream car of mine, you know. And you know, I think when we were younger, it was like, I want it now, 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 now. Oh, yeah. Right? You want to build it now. You want to build it in six months. You want to build it in three months. But now, like I told him, I'm like, dude, I was like, go buy a chassis. Just start with a chassis, right? Like, get the chassis where you want, and then maybe next year you buy a cab, and then the next year you buy the wiring, and like, build it over a, a five-year span and do it right the first time because. You know, like you said, you built it and we, you know, we, we drive it and you don't like it. And then you do some different things. If you just build it right the first time, 
then you really don't have to worry about it. But you can build it over a five-year span. No, you can't. I mean, you know, I mean, like I said, people want it now, now, now. But I mean, realistically, and especially as old as we're getting, right? We're not that old. But I mean, yeah, I was like, speak for yourself, yeah. bro. <laughs> we're not that old. But like now, I'm more about like the journey of of like building the car. Yeah, you know I, mean, what I mean, it's like way more fun to do that. Looking back now, like. There was times where, man, we were rushing. I was yes. overnighting parts. And, right. I mean, through the journey of the car, um, you know, everyone always tells me, like, oh, I'm like, Lola has a real special place in my life because a lot of my really, really close friends I met through the car in a parking lot or somewhere. No, like, like seriously, yeah. it was like a fucking bromance. Right. Like, you think you're going to have this nice car and it's going to attract all these chicks and it just attracts a bunch of dudes. And yeah, it's right. Like, <laughs> you're just like, dude, like, what? They're like, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, you're building like, a car to attract chicks. Yeah. Like that, so don't it, do that. So it's, it's funny because for me, like, I never bought the car. Like the reason why I wanted it is because I've always wanted one. And like, yeah, what what pulled you towards that Chevelle? So here's the story. My dad had a uh, '85 uh, Ford. It was a. It's funny as hell. You remember the red red, uh, maroon ragtop white? Oh yeah. Yeah. So we were down. I think we were out like by Maine and like by the old original Shipley's Donuts. Okay. We were at one of the lights. Yep. And I remember I was in the back seat laid out and I don't know what the fuck it was that I was hearing, but it was so loud. And I was like, what the hell's that? And I remember peeking out the window and I remember seeing this car with these four round tail lights and this cursive and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know, I was 12 years old, dude. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, shit, belly. Right. I was like, ooh, I want a Chevelli. Yeah, a Chevelli. So, <laughs> so I was like, all right. So in my mind, at that day, I decided one day I want, I'm going to own that freaking right. car. And then I went, you know, obviously I started looking into it. And uh, I was like, shit, that's, that, yeah. Like, I fell in love with that year. Yeah. And, you know, the 70s, the. Uh, 70s a one year old. Yeah, the, the everyone call every, everyone like that's the signature year. Right. Each but muscle car has a signature year, like the '69 Camaro. Yeah, you know, but you I got think your we all agree the year. four tail lights in the back is far superior it's, to the '71 yeah. big square tail. Yeah, light. like I mean, from Everybody the front end, that. from the front end, the four the four headlights are awesome. Yeah. But for me, it's like when you see when you see those round tail lights in the rear bumper, you know exactly what that thing is. Yeah. So for, sure. for me, like I always wanted that one. That's that's what that's what drew me to get it. And, uh, you know, when I finally did get it, I'm like, cool, let me make it my own. Yeah. Uh, everyone, like, for me, the, the beauty about building building it is you get to put your personality into it. You get to put your right. own little little taste. And it's funny because, you know, in our younger days, you look at all the cars lined up and you're like, oh, yeah, that looks like Jason. Oh, that, that you know, that yeah. looks like so-and-so. And for me, like, I, that, that was kind of like my, my version of what I wanted the car to look like. And it's gone through different phases. You know, it was red with black, you know, the traditional red right. with black rally stripes and... And then you know we went to the to the satin black with the chrome. I call it the the, the, the chrome because it wasn't chrome. It was That's like right. Glass. Yeah, it was like that black chrome, dude. Yeah, it looks so and, good. Uh, yeah, it was reflective lights. And then I went through that phase, and and then it, uh, that 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 was what started our the group Nasty Customs. Which right. I'll touch on here in a little bit, but well, yeah, and I think that's really 
one of the reasons, I mean, one of the reasons we really broke off is because we just wanted to hang out, right? But the other reason was like, our car didn't fit into like that group. So our we, cars uh, were, you were, we were running the big wheels and nobody yeah. was running the big wheels at the time, you know? So we, uh, we started, uh, cause our friend Dave was uh, like the president and like right. creator of the Houston Chevelle Club. And I'm like, cool, man, there's a club with a bunch of Chevelles. And when I first met Martin, uh, I was changing my brakes. And right. uh, he pulls in because his in-laws live right down the street. And it was funny because I'm changing the brakes, you know. It's Texas. I had my gun. And uh, he pulls into the dead end, which the gun has a I, I, it's, it's a fun story with guns here. So he pulls in, and he pulls in with this, like, GMC Denali all tinted out. He's, like, basing down the street. And I'm like, who the fuck is rolling in this dead end? So he rolls in, and then he drops the window, and he cracks the window. And he's like, hey, man, what's up? And Martin has this thing where he's like, yo, hey, what's up, man? So he rolls up, and he's like, what's up? And I was like, hey, what's up? So I'm like leaning in, I'm grabbing my gun. I'm like, hey, what's going on? And he's just like, yeah, man, um, I got one too, man. And I was like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, what year is that? And I was like, well, dude, if you got one, you should know what year this is. I was just being a smart ass, right? Because like, who's this guy just rolling up on me? Right. So he's just like, yeah, I kind of figured that, you know, you, you didn't really think that I had one. So he took off. 45 minutes later, he rolls in with his little Malibu with his black rack top and his little, he had his old rally wheels. And I'm like, yeah. oh shit, this dude actually has it. Yeah. So that, that's he, had what, nice, he, has a, yeah. he had a nice one. So that's kind of what started it. You know, we sat there and we talked about cars and like that was the first experience of like having the car, you know, turn into a friendship. So we ended up linking up like three weeks later. We cruised them around. And you know, when you cruise the car, it's one thing, but like when you got two or three, it's a different feeling. Oh, you're, so you're, you're, draw, you're drawing different attention. I was like, oh, this shit's cool. So we went out to a we went out to a bar and then we hung out and then uh, like a few weeks later is when I wrecked the car and he was just like man I know this guy and so he he put me in touch with Dave and then when we were building the car we were we were starting the Houston Chevelle Club but the Houston Chevelle Club was made it, it was comprised of a lot of different people right uh, mainly you know, all all ages and it yeah. was cool what wasn't cool is you know. Some of these guys would buy the cars and have somebody build them. Like for us, like we would, you know, bust our knuckles and put the thing together. And, you know, that was the fun part, like the experience of having a project car. Right. And uh, we'd go to these shows and they'd want to meet at six in the morning and everyone had a drive and a procession. And I'm like, what the hell are we driving in? Was it, was it a funeral? What the hell? Why are we going so slow in this muscle car? So I would break off. I'd fly past everybody. I'd exit. I'd wait at the light just so that I can haul ass past everybody else. And it would piss a lot of the old members off. So we'd leave car shows. And, you know, we'd burn out. You know, we'd show up jamming out. We'd have stereo systems in the car. It wasn't really the crowd. You know that, that that was great. They wanted to have meetings Sunday, like right in the middle of football games, and I'm like, yeah. this is it's, it's this is they're sucking the fun out of having a group. Together. Right. Well, that's so, why you know when I was talking with with Nick with Evil, you know, and he ser- he was he was serious. He sent me the Evil Bible, by the way. Yeah. And oh. said if you want to start Evil right, in cool. Texas, you let me know. Yeah. Which uh, they just announced that they started chapter in uh, uh, New York and West Virginia. Nice. Well, which is nice. So. I do not have bags for the guys at Evil. <laughs> But, you're not but asshole, I will so. guarantee you that my car probably sits lower than a lot of the guys in your club. That's true. That's Lola true. sits low. Yeah, it sits very low. Yeah, <laughs> we exactly. live that low life down here with muscle cars. That's exactly right. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's what he was talking about, right? It was just kind of the same way, and you know, our, the way that uh, that we started, nasty custom started, and the way they started is like pretty much the same way. Yeah. It you actually know? started off as a joke. Yeah, it was a joke. That's exactly right. We just we, uh, started as a joke. We used to we used to wear our Houston Chevelle clothes, and we had the stickers on the cars, and 
I got really irritated at one meeting because uh, I was vocal about some of the things. And, you know, they had they were trying to make it too. I'm like, dude, you guys. And I told everybody in the meeting, you guys are sucking the fun out of this, man. Like, this is it's not supposed to be like yeah, this too much, much work. Yeah, too much like a job. Like, uh, enough, like, like we had a meeting at at our, at our buddy's shop. And, you know, this is just I guess it's just our nature. I went and bought a bunch of fajita meat and like burger meat, and I just started grilling food. And they're just like, oh, um, yeah, I don't really, uh, we don't really appreciate that because we feel like we're obligated to like to help pay for it. And I'm like, what? I'm like, no, like yeah, we're hanging out. We're hanging a meeting. Like if that's how way you feel. It's like shit. So I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm out. So then, as a, as 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 a joke, you know, that the one thing that again, everyone would always say about the car when it was a Saturn. They're like, man, that car is nasty. And I'm like, man, I appreciate that, man. They're like, man, that's a nasty ride, bro. That's right. Nasty. So I was like, cool. So I made a T-shirt that said Nasty Customs, and it had member number one, one member for Nasty Customs. So I get to this car show late as hell, and then you know you got to put like your name, the year of the car, and if you're affiliated with a club. So on the club affiliation, I put Nasty Customs. And, and parked with all the shit and, and, and I parked right in the middle of all the guys and, and of course the younger crowd and all the group like Jason and the guys they're laughing they're like you're such a fucking idiot and I was like no man I'm out and I'm like yeah so I had the shirt and everyone's looking at me sideways and I was like dude whatever so when I left I just burned out just lit them up and I just took off back when it was you know it was a peg leg so I, I burned out as much as I could but the guys were laughing in there. I'm just like, look, man, we're going to go cruise. And I was like, the hell with the show. We're going to go cruise. Let's go grab some beers. So that's kind of how it started. Like a handful of us went out to another bar and like we had a drink at them. We, we hung out. We cruised the cars all day. And we had more fun hanging out, cruising the cars than we did at anything we had ever done with the club. And that's what we all so, decided. We were so like, like, yeah, they're like, give yeah. me a shirt. And I was like, what? And they're like, give me a shirt. I want to yeah. do Gordon Nasty Customs too. So I was like, oh shit, all right. Like, I was like, let's get in on the joke. loves gear, that's right. So, <laughs> so everybody wanted the swag, and I was like, cool, that, that's, it's funny, because that's how it started. Yeah, that's so, how it started. Uh, yeah, and I remember sitting, I remember when you came up with Nasty Customs, we were sitting in the old, old shop, and we were like, you're like, what name should I come up with? We're like, Cochina, it's so nasty. <laughs> <laughs> like Cochina Customs. <laughs> He's like, nah, just nasty customs. Jen's got a, uh, a mimosa now. Bottomless. Uh, like she hasn't had enough mimosas this week. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of what started the group. And like the group of guys it was, was yeah. just, it was a, a real chill vibe, man. Everyone was like, look, if you can make the cruise, fuck it, come out, let's have a good that's time. That's what it was, let's right? Remember, it. That's, yeah. that's where we started. It was like, hey, if you want to cruise, cruise. If not, we like, cruised it's cool, a it's fine. lot. We like, cruised a lot, dude. We cruised oh, as like... Every chance we got, yeah, like, it was pretty like, much every it's, weekend. It's on, so like that's how the friendship started. It was funny because we would go to bars like like we're at today. And we had the cars parked outside. And we'd have guys approach us, and they're like, "Hey man, is it y'all rides out there?" And we're right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so then we go out there and start talking. A few of them made the cut. A few of them, you know, we uh, we invited, and we just didn't really get a good vibe from them yeah. because you know, like or like they, they just said, didn't no, show no, up. Yeah, no know. assholes, right? We, we don't we don't like assholes. Yeah, but don't be just don't be just don't be an asshole. Right. So. The, the, the group, the circle of friends just kind of grew, and then it was just kind of a, it wasn't a club, it was like no. an idea. Right. Like, there's no prospects, and there's no dudes. No. Even we're though like, we hey, joke we're around get, prospects. We're, we're going to get new shirts. <laughs> yeah. So, that's just kind of how it rolled, and then it just, it, it became bigger than just, just, just that. Like, it became yeah. like a big-ass family. Yeah, it and, is. Uh, and, you know, the guys, it's funny, because a lot of them are, the circle of friends is crazy. I, I, I at, at the time, I was posting videos, and, uh... We had a we had a video of us doing a lot of dumb shit. Like right. Go, yes. it, it was spelled differently, but it's on YouTube. Yeah. We were doing a lot of crazy shit. 
and I had this guy reach out and he slid in my DMs before DMs were a thing, right? <laughs> and he's just like, hey man, uh, when you guys cruise, man, do you guys, you guys uh, mind if I, like, I join you guys? And I was like, the hell? Yeah. Who's this guy? And I was like, yeah, man, sure. That's what's up. So he's like, cool. And I was like, well, here's my number. You know, just text me. And back then, we didn't have picture phones. This was back in like 2008. Yeah, we were shooting. Uh, we were shooting videos on like handheld cameras. Like, yeah, we were like seven, 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 seven twenty p or something. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we uh, we ended up meeting a really good friend, Charlie. That's right. Which uh, you know he played professional ball, and he had this beautiful, beautiful Chevelle convertible. Still does. Uh, yeah, with the 502 in it. And uh, I didn't want to give him the address to the house. At the time, I was living off of uh, Ella in 25th. And it was on a, I think it was like on a Tuesday or Wednesday night because Mo was getting ready to go back to Afghanistan. And he had just put the motor in and we were going to take a cruise out to the Woodlands. So I was like, yeah, meet us up. So he met us up on a weekday in the Lowe's parking lot on, on Ella in 610. And he's like, cool. So he followed us all the way to Greenspoint where we met Mo. And we take off. And... As soon as we take off, of course, Mo's in the, I remember Mo was in the car with his sister and his brother-in-law. He guns it, and we had just passed up the Hardy, and we just see, like, smoke everywhere. And I was like, oh, shit. He just threw a rod or something just happened. So we pull over, and uh, it starts getting dark. And I'm like, shit, we opened up the motor and it was like milkshake all underneath the hood. And I was like, oh my God, dude. I felt so bad because he had finally got everything put back together. Right. He was literally living to Afghanistan the next day. So I'm like, great, that's a way to leave the car. You're gonna come back, have to rebuild the whole damn thing. You're not gonna be able to enjoy it. So we pull over and uh, I remember uh, DP was there. I was there, all the guys were there. And it rides and Charlie's wife calls like concerned, like, hey baby, and, like you're out with these random guys that you know you slid in somebody's DM. You know, she's like concerned for him. And he's like, Yeah, man, she just wanna know if you guys were cool and how how things were going. And I was like, What you tell her? He's like, Yeah, well, she just wanna make sure, you know, she made me bring my gun. And I was like, Oh, and I pull up my shirt and I'm like, You mean one of these? And DP's like, I got one too. And everyone pulls up their shirt. We all have her like our handgun and he's like oh shit i was like yeah dude i was like when you're in these cars sometimes you know we all, i was like yeah we always we, we're always we're always trapped so he was laughing dude it was like yeah you know what you guys are the right crowd i'm gonna be hanging out with so ever that was all she wrote very texas yeah man charlie was like it, he just fit in he's such a he's such a fun he is a good like dude, he's, he's just a genuine he's just a genuine really really good dude man he he's funny as hell dude he's he like one funny. big ass kid yes and uh, he's become a, a really good friend of ours but uh it's always fun to cruise with him man yeah uh, but that's Texas how season. everybody kind of met though I yeah. mean, it was just like some random person just walked up and you meet him and you're like hey you're cool and uh, that's how we met larry yeah that's how we met larry yeah exactly so the funny thing about lola is so larry uh, was on the podcast he was episode number two or three he was way early he was one of the first ones yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so if everybody if you listen to the podcast for a while if you remember him, he has a uh, 56 Apache that's on just air ride and just sits so low. So low, dude. So good. All patinaed out and everything. Yep. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. It's a really good episode. And then he's got a beautiful 1970 Chevelle with a big, big block 502 in it. Right. So the story behind that is we went out. We were out at a Twin 
was it Twin Peaks with Twin Peaks and Kirby. And we was on a Sunday, we were out watching football, and we took the cars, and he comes out to the parking lot, and he's, he's like, hey, man, is it, are these your cars? And we're like, yeah. So he's like, man, I got a Camaro. And I'm like, really? I was like, yeah. He's like, man, like, are you guys in a club? Like, what's this about? I'm like, nah, it's just a bunch of dudes we hang out. And I was like, dude, here's, here's my number. Next time we go out, I'll give, I'll give you a shout, and if you want to join us, you can join us. So he did. And I remember at the time, he had a 350 small block in it. And we're, we're, we, we called it the BBC, right? You know, we called it the big block crew. So me, Mo, and the guys, we'd roll in, and you know we right. had the electric cutouts. So we'd get to the lights, and it was like, oh yeah, it was like thunder going. Yeah, off. dude. Yeah, rumble in the jungle, dude. Yeah. So he pulls up, and like I remember, like I'm a part of the small block crew, by the way. E- <laughs> his ego, like you could just tell, like he pulled up next to us, and he's smiling, cheesing harder, like right. from cheek to cheek, dude. He was all excited, and then me and Mo kind of look at each other, and we like. We hit the remote and the dumps open up and he's just like, his ego, like it, it almost looked like his, the life got sucked out of Larry and he's like, he gave us a sad face. So we're like, oh, that's cute. So the next time we went out, he pulls up with a big block in the Camaro. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I was like, he's like, beer pressure's a bitch, dude. And I was like, what? Yeah, man. So he ended up, uh, he ended up putting a big block in that thing, and then he just a few weeks, I think, of, like probably a few few months later, yeah. he ended up training it in, and he traded the Camaro to some, I think it was a dentist in Dallas, right? And that's how he ended up getting the Chevelle. And he's like, yeah, man, I didn't want to feel left out, so that's kind of the story behind that. But it, like, that, that's how we met Larry, yeah, like impressing guys at the bar, and, and he's just like, man, like I want to hang out, and we're like, cool. Right. You attract more dudes yeah, than you do chicks. Yeah, and, and he fit. <laughs> He fit right in. You have more boyfriends. Really, than really, 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 really good friend of ours, and uh, that's kind of. I mean, that, that's kind of for me. Like when it when it comes to cars, and you know, I've I've, I've been through the ups and downs of cars. Uh, I've I've wrecked it. I've blown motors. I've had to pull it apart, rebuild it. Uh, we we pulled all nighters to make it to car shows. Right. Um, we pulled all nighters to make it uh, to, to go cruises. To, to make it to car shows and not to make it back. Yeah, I mean, so Lola. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So Lola for uh, for for everyone who doesn't know um i am lola is notorious for throwing belts Mm -hmm. Uh, i will test a serpentine pulley system like i'm like no no dude uh every time we would go out she would always throw the belt and we would always have to pull over all the time right so whenever she would make the ride and she would you know she wouldn't need to to pull over it was like oh shit lola made it lola made it but uh, (laughs) here's uh, how bad uh marco has uh luck with fan belts my chevelle never broke down ever never broke down we were at some bar i think we were watching late night we were watching football or something like that and with the valet it was only valet so the valet guy pulls my my chevelle around and it's spewing water underneath it it's overheating and i'm like what in the hell we go pull it into that gas station remember and it's spewing water the fan belt came off like i'm like this car has never given me any problems. Never thrown a fan belt in my entire life. Marco gets in the car and a fan belt's gone. I was it's like, well, you didn't have it on tight enough, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's your fault, not mine. <laughs> no, actually, the throttle was sticking. We found out the throttle yeah. was sticking. The guy over over revved it a little bit. And yeah. The fan belt. It's just it's just my off. luck though that I. But that's to just be the, the luck, car. you know what I mean? That's just what happens. So. Yeah. That, yeah. But uh, tell everybody about the photography, because that's also, I know you're big into photography. You've taken a lot of really good pictures. You did Exo Truck with me, uh, where you got a lot of good videos of that. Uh, we did Marvin's together as well. You were there taking pictures with Marvin. Yep. 
Uh, obviously, you have a bunch of really nice pics from yours. You've taken a lot of nice pictures of my car over the years, which I've posted a lot of. You know, so tell everybody how you got into to, uh, to that kind of deal. So in my previous life of my old career, um, I was in uh, I was in freight forwarding logistics, and uh, you know I, I did uh, operations for a few years, but then I went into sales, and I was in global sales, and I would travel sometimes to uh, you know different countries across the world. And I would fly in a few days early just so I can go and experience the city that I would probably never go on vacation, but I wanted to, you know, take it in. Um, I'm one of those people that I can travel alone and I can go and watch a movie right. by myself and eat dinner yeah, you've by been myself. All over the world, man. So for me, it's like you know, I want to, I want to be able to capture my version of a, a moment, uh, so that many, many years later. I can like transport myself back to what I was doing, what I was eating, the conversations of people that I was with, because that, that that's kind of for me, like, and my passion for photography is that that's what a picture is. A picture is a, a moment in, it's still in time that will take you back to right. the way you were feeling and what you were doing at that moment. Right. So that's what got me into photography is taking pictures of these places that I was at, and as I would do that, you know, I started taking pictures of like strangers. And like really, really candid moments. Like I don't, I, 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 pictures for me. I don't, I don't, I don't want. For my style is, I don't, I don't like things to feel forced. I just, I want to capture like a genuine smile or like just something, like something funny or something serious. Because life has its ups and downs. So that's kind of what got me into that. And then you know, I take pictures of people, and then I love angles and body lines of older cars, chrome, um, shadows, and all kinds of stuff. So for me, whenever you know, in building a car, like one of my friends says that you're, you're, you're like the kind of you're just a builder. You're building like you know, whether it's relationships or whether it's pictures or cars or whatever. And for me, I, like that's what kind of got me into taking pictures. And because I've been able to travel to all 50 states and you know, several continents. Um, I, 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 for me, I enjoy the, the, the company and the conversations that I have because you can meet a complete stranger at a bar and he can have a bigger impact in your life than somebody you've known for your entire life because of what he says or what he's been through or whatever. And for me, um, I use that experience and the people that I meet in the stories for me to, when I talk to my friends, we have deep conversations. Like, oh shit, Marco's having one of those deep conversations. <laughs> oh shit. Uh oh. So it's like, yeah, please. So uh, I mean, that's that's kind of where the the whole storyteller. You get another beer? Yeah. I'll take that, another. That's kind of where the whole storyteller deal came because they're like, oh shit, Marco's in Marco's in telling one of his stories. But I mean, I I, I tell it with my pictures. And I tell it with, you know, stories that you know, right. we're hanging out. And, you know, that, that, that's like looking back now, 15 years, 16 years ago when I first bought the car, like the car has been able to bring uh, a lot of really good friendships and stories along the way. Because, uh, you know, and I think in one of the podcasts that you were talking to the evil guys, like one of their buddies passed and they made sure right. the car. We've, we've, been, we've been like fortunate where I think we're still at an age where that hasn't happened yet. Right. We did lose a friend this year. Uh, that uh, was around as a kid when we were building Lola and uh, for me the memory the last memory that I have of him was uh, him coming to the shop with his dog Ace and uh, you know he went to he went to UTI right you know he was, he was smart kid too. Yeah. yeah and he came in and he's just like oh shit what I didn't know you were rebuilding her and I was like yeah he sat in the car he grabbed the you know the, the steering wheel and he's just like dude I can't wait I can't wait yeah. for you to get her back on the road, dude. I was like, yeah, when we go to Roundup, which is a big show we go to, I was like, dude, like, bro, you jumping in the back, bro. I was like, yeah. So 
that was the last time I saw him, and it's unfortunate that things turned out the way they did with his tragic accident. But uh, but I mean, I know for us, like it's brought a different kind of camaraderie with the group. Right. And uh, I know that if anything, it was funny because I was talking to Abe about it last night. I was like, dude, if anything ever happens to me, y'all better make sure that fucking car don't go anywhere. And he's like, well, dude, as much shit that that car's been and given you and, you know, how, how many people this brought together, he's like, yeah, dude, like, your car out of everybody, like, you're kind of the one that, like, not not started it, but, like, you're one of the, you're one of the centerpieces of, like, what this whole right. group of friends has become. Well, I'm there's like, a few cool. cars that uh, have stood the test of time, right? Like, yeah. We're know, in the my, Suicide Squad. Yeah, me when, and Jason and Dougie. That's right, So yeah. if, <laughs> if you guys don't understand. So, uh, wait, no, wait, 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 listen. Yeah. All right, so, so <laughs> we were, listen, we were at Moe's shop on, I don't know, what day was it, Monday? Yeah. Monday or Tuesday? Yeah. Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday we were at Moe's shop, And you saw right? the Nova. And the Nova was sitting there. And Jen's kind of looking at it, and, and Mo had to open up his big mouth like he always does. And yeah, that's the car that Jason and Mark like, almost died in. He's like, that's the car that Jason and Mark almost died in. Oh, excuse me, what? Yeah, yeah. So for, for those who don't, I told this story, like a little bit of the story, I think in Larry's episode or yeah. someone. But we were in this Nova. Racing for pinks. Racing for pinks against this. It, it was a, a joke. The hippo, yeah. Pinks. And I'll post the video, video up sometime. But uh, I... I but anyways, Marco was in the back and just happened to be happened to be taking pictures and had the video camera on and everything. I was in the front, Doug was in the front, and we end up wrecking this CTSV powered uh, 1963 or four Nova, and. Uh, just about flipped it, and you know. Yeah, we, I mean, we, we, we thought it was funny. At the yeah, time, we but. we uh, we went airborne. Like we didn't see it because we yeah, were in it, but we I was in. on the right side of the back seat with my big ass camera and lens, and I ended up on the left side of the car. Right. And uh, I was like, oh shit! All right. Well, so Mo said that you you screamed in the back. We went back no, and no, listened to the video. No, I, I think didn't. you screamed in the back. Yeah, <laughs> Doug, or Doug said he's like, I thought we had a chick in the car behind. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I, I'll I, have to post I, that video. I, I've been that. in a few. I've been in, unfortunately, I've been in a. I've been in a few wrecks, but I was, I was like, oh shit, here we go. So, I mean, dude, I mean, he. When I threw the drone up, when I threw the drone up, it gave me a like really full understanding of how far we went airborne in the car. Yes. Like, we yes. were probably four feet from flipping it, and there was like a. So, so what happened was we were at a car show. We were hanging out in the morning. And it on rained. the way to the show, it rained. It rained the night before. And no, the morning of. Oh, the morning it of. It rained the morning right, of. Yeah. And our buddy Mario, he's got an old uh, Yeoman station wagon called, aka the Hippo, which is just it's this real old slow car, but everybody loves it, and we, we ride around. So as we pull it next, well, to, it wouldn't to be him. slow if we drove it, right. but Mario drives. Yeah, Mario. Drives. And Mario, <laughs> like. The inside joke is, Mario, we're heading to the show. You should probably head out on Tuesday. We'll, we'll meet you on Saturday. We'll meet you on Saturday. Because he is right. so fucking slow, man. Yeah, he drives slow. He, he, drives, he drives for a really fuel slow. economy, not, yeah, for, like, uh, not for... He would pass him up. Yeah. And uh, so anyways, he pulled up next to us, and we were just joking. And I'll, I'll post the video up so you can see him. We were saying, hey, we'll race for pinks. And he's like, yeah. So Doug lets him take off, and like he's really slow. And then Doug decides he's going to punch it and let, let loose like... 750 horsepower supercharged on wet street on a wet street with going this uphill. little bitty nova going uphill and, and the nova rear end kicks out and we go spinning and run into a, a curb and we busted a big hole in the oil pan and you just happen to get everything on camera you got the noises 
you got us hitting. You got us the afterward too. Oh man. And he's <laughs> Mark was like, oh wait, I think my camera was on. <laughs> yeah, I think he was like, oh, did I just get that? Yeah, yeah I, was oh, like, I, I, that. I was like, I think I just got that. And then Dougie's like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have got it. Yeah, so right before Doug's like, I'm gonna get this, man. I'm getting this real hard and Dude, he punched it, and as soon as we landed, he was like, ah, maybe we shouldn't have gotten it. Yeah. Dude, I'll post that video up finally now, I mean, but, no, nah, I mean, we are a suicide squad. I mean, yeah, that was, we, we that, was uh, that was probably the year after my car was totaled. Yes. So, I told Jason, I was like, so you, uh, you were in the car when it, like, went into flames. A year later, I right. completely totaled my car. Right. And then it happens out of everybody in the group, the two yep. guys that had completely totaled their cars right. happened to be in the car with Dougie when we all when we almost totaled when and almost, totaled almost killed. Own. Yeah, we almost we almost we almost killed ourselves in the car with a flip. So I was like, damn bro, what is it with me, you and cars? And he's just like, Suicide Squad, baby. Suicide Squad. That's so, us now, man. That's us now. So So yeah. So uh, so the Chevelle, you were hoping to get it running. I know you sent me some pictures. Yep. Some of the valve train is a little bent up, and I think you're swapping all that out. Now, when, when are you going to get this car back on the road? Uh, depending on uh, availability of parts, uh, I mean, I'm trying to see maybe by next weekend uh, I can start putting the fenders back. If okay. not, you know, it, it takes a little bit longer for delays. Sure. I, yeah, I should have it back on the road okay. next two, three It's weeks. winter time down here yeah. now. It's like you're going to drive it. So, yeah. so uh, I've put a lot of work into it. I mean, this time around, I, I, I found a original chassis from some guy out in Missouri City went and picked it up uh, had my, my buddy Cisco sandblast it straighten it out as much as we could we boxed it in uh, beautifully done uh, yeah. my boy threw down and we had uh, used some KBS coating for the chassis and then um, I uh, I already knew what I was putting in it I ordered a UMI 3.5 pro touring performance kit uh, all red so the entire the layout of the car is she's gonna be similar to what she used to look like I'm gonna do a few little changes uh, but the entire car is black interior has red stitching everything is black except the steering wheel it's red so the entire uh, suspension the UMI is powder coated red uh, ended up going with the big uh, Willwood six piston brakes the two pistons in the rear and we ran all everything is completely new new brake lines new fuel lines new battery cables uh, everything is tucked in really neatly um, because of my experience with the braking uh, I went with a hydro boost uh, system and, uh, and then I actually ended up changing the gears uh, on the uh, steering column so I actually did a conversion kit from a 97 Jeep because uh, the turning ratio oh, yeah, the on the Chevelle ratio, yeah. is 16 to 1 yep. and this one's going to give me about 12 and 3 quarters yeah it's going to give me a super nice that's a super that's a super nice uh feel on the steering wheel yep and uh you know i did a lot of research on that you know i was like man where, where, where can i improve how can i upgrade and uh you know put coal overs viking coal overs um it has the drop spindles uh, i was gonna the thing about doing rack and pinion but i'm like ah you know what for what right. you and i comes with a really nice kit i got a bump steer kit um, and really, you're not going to autocross the car. No, I'm not. I mean? So, um, you know, it, it, it's going to handle completely different. I ended up uh, changing out the rear end to a 373 Posi that I actually got from Doug. Because when, uh, when he swapped his uh, to a 4.9 for wider tires. So, yeah, I got the Posi back there. Um, I wanted to do something different because yeah, my buddy Kevin's like, LS swap the world, baby. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, like, on another car, yeah. But on this one, right. guys, she's got to have, you know, 
rumble in the jungle. So yeah. I ended up doing a uh, uh, aeromotive fuel tank system yep. with the built-in. Uh, yep. That's what I have in my Nova, man. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I built it, and so then uh, I ended up doing a Sniper 1200, uh, a, 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 a EFI. Holly, EFI Sniper yep. 1200, and we're we're getting that dialed in. Um, pulled the motor out, so check this out. I, I pulled the motor out, and when I originally was rebuilding everything, I powdered everything black. I powder coated everything black. I pulled the valve covers off, and the bolt to the roller rocker was broke right in the middle, which Jeez. I've never seen that before. Yeah. It's such an odd place for it to break. And I'm like, I looked down and the, one of the lifters was completely, completely out. So I was like, well, that's not good. I look in and the cam is like completely torn to shit on like the two oh, back yeah. lobes. And I was freaking out because I'm like, great, my aluminum heads are gonna, they're gonna be cracked. Yeah. I might have, I might have a, you know, block that's hairline fractured. That's true. Let, let's find out. So I took it into uh, the machine shop and they're like, nah, dude, you lucked out. So it's the same, same setup. Uh, I am gonna change one of the things that we found out this week is. It wasn't lined up, so it already started eating the cam. Yep. So we're actually going to put some, um, probably some Johnson uh, lifters, uh, some hydraulic rollers in there. Yeah. And uh, that way it's just going to give me better performance. I'm probably going to change the yeah. cam out. Well, that'll be a little, bit, decide. a little bit more bulletproof, too. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm going to try to, you know, I, I want something that's going to run totally different. I want to get to the point where, you know, we get it dialed in with the EFI. Uh, it's got a 350 turbo yep. transmission, so there's all kinds of power that I can put out with sure. the setup that I got. So, uh... I uh I got that and then I got new fans, new radiator because the accident everything got torn to pieces. So um, I got some. Uh, it's funny because I ordered I ordered some fans and they sent me two the other day, and uh, Larry went and picked it up from my, my buddy Drew who's running the brake lines and stuff. And he's just like, hey man, my fan went out. And I was like, dude, I have an extra set there. And he's like, all right, all right, cool. I was like, nah, dude, like they're they're bad. They're some badass fans. Nice. Yeah. And he's like, okay. So when he put them in, he's like, holy shit, dude, I didn't realize what I had. And I was like, why? He's like, dude, one of the fans that, that, that that's on this setup has more CFMs than my old both fans yeah. had. <laughs> that's right. New technology. <laughs> and I was man. like, yeah, dude. I was like, bro, like I'm I'm not putting like I'm putting the best of the best in the car. Yeah. And uh, I I, I want to be able to turn it and go. Yeah. And uh, well, it's she's funny have because a cool ride. down here. Here, you have to worry about a completely set of completely different set of issues than I would up in Pittsburgh, yeah. right? Like up there, I got to deal with cold weather stuff and, and the season change. And down here, it's all about like how to keep the car cool, yeah. how to keep yourself cool, yeah. you know. And I mean, to, to be able to ride around and keep it. Um, yeah, Lola doesn't have AC. Yeah, yeah, so. well, yeah. That was that used to be one of the uh, prerequisites for nasty yeah, customs. You, you had to have two or three shirts with you when That's we right. were going on a cruise because <laughs> you'd get out and your entire your your back, your, your butt, everything your was back, just like dripping, was dripping sweat. Black vinyl in the middle of hot Texas <laughs> summer is not a good look on you when you're getting out. Yeah, so uh, one on, on one of I think it was Lola 3.0. Um, the car was black and, and, and right. that metallic gray stripes, and I had this bright ass idea of grabbing gray paint, vinyl paint, and I, and, I, and, I, and I painted the seats gray with a black headrest. <laughs> And we had a friend that works at NASA, so they're like, dude, what the fuck? Did you pull those seats off the space shuttle? And I was like, yeah, bro, I sure did. I got the shuttle seats in the car. They look cool so, for like a week. So, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was regretting it, but I didn't want to pull them out and repaint them. So they just, hey, we, we ran with it. Right. But uh, <laughs> those seats were so crappy. You would hit a, you, you would hit like a bump and it felt like the drivetrain was going to come through your ass. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, so that, that, I mean, I had fun with it, and I left them like that because it was a good conversation piece. And they were like, yeah, dude. I was like, yeah, so those are those seats are straight straight from the shuttle, bro. Straight from the shuttle. Straight from the shuttle. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> well, awesome, man. Well, once you're done with the car, are you going to build another one? What are you going to do? I know you do, yeah. a lot of, I know you do restorations on houses and everything like that. I know yep. that company's starting to blow up pretty, yep. pretty big. I know Larry and I we're, we're excited. talking to you last time we were down here. We went and go look at a house together and everything. Yep. And uh, what's next after this? You gonna build a truck? You gonna yeah, build I mean, uh, I'm actually in the process of uh, building building a house. I'm waiting on the yep. plans to get approved. But uh, I, like like with the cars, I uh, I uh, three years ago I had my uh, my second act in my career. I became a real estate investor. Uh, took a training course and uh, you know did the school of hard knocks too. It's a combination of it. And then I uh, in doing that, I actually got partnered up with uh, with my, my business partner now Carlos, which was not like a blessing in, in disguise. I actually right. met him through his sister, which is an agent that was helping helping out. And, Speak into uh, it a little bit more. And, uh, Sorry, football. They, they turned no, football on. It's like the loudest thing in the freaking world. And, uh, you know, we started doing renovations on houses. So for me, it's like the project management side from the logistic days kind of took into play as well as like the patience of rebuilding a car with a house. So, so yeah, now I rebuild cars and now we rebuild houses and we do new construction and ground up stuff. So it's fun because I get to put my creative thoughts on the houses and cars. And uh, in, in, in saying that, I want to eventually, uh, when I get the, 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 the garage and everything, I want to get an old 63 long bed, okay. patine it out. Long bed I'm going to LS swap if right. it doesn't already have it. Right. But yeah, I want to, I wanna, I, like, I, I love the hood. My buddy Alex has a green one. I love his truck. I love right. the stance. I just want it to, like, lay frames. And uh, yeah, I want to leave it patinaed out and see if we can put our construction uh, company, like an old uh, script on it, script yeah. on it, and uh, just, just, you know, whenever I'm out, you know, and about, you know, at work, and I just want to take the truck, just be able to take the truck and right. have some fun with it, you know, use it for work and then yeah. use it for fun too. For sure, write so, it off. Yeah, yeah, write it off and <laughs> uh, you know, advertise, you know, with it. But I mean, I've always wanted a truck. I had, I actually had a '48 uh, pickup. Uh -huh. And uh, when I was working on Lola, it just became too much of a, right, a hassle to, to have yeah. both. And I actually sold it to DP's dad uh, oh, back okay. then. Yeah. And uh, eventually I was like, yeah, I want to get another one. I want to get another one. But now, like, looking at trucks, I want a 63 real bad. But it has to be a long bed. I want <laughs> hey, that man, thing. look, you're in luck. I want the long sled. beds are going for super cheap. Yeah, I want the yeah. long bed because I want, I want that sled. Yeah, you want to I can fit more yeah. material back there. Yeah, fit more stuff back there and everything. <laughs> more yeah, more exactly. coolers of beers and stuff like that That's when we right. go to shows. So, yeah. Well, uh, tell everybody where they can find you and everything. All your, your awesome pictures and everything. Um, so, if uh, you guys want to follow my personal page, it's Matt Storyteller on Instagram. And uh, for the car stuff, Nasty Customs has their, their IG. Right. A lot of the times I'm posting the pictures and videos. Right. So, hopefully, uh, next few weeks we can get some more content on it. We had not really been out. Uh, in a while, but we're gonna take a cruise right. next week out to College Station for Lucky's yep. Run, and we'll be we'll be posting some pictures. So yeah, as soon as Lola's up, um, the one the one downside that I, I didn't have is I'm always taking pictures of everybody, and I take pictures of the car, but I never get video content of me right. in the car. And when I do, it's from a crappy phone from my friend, or like it's all yeah. out of focus and that. We and gotta stuff. teach someone how to use the camera. So I'm gonna have my buddy Ronnie and uh, another Oh yeah, Ronnie, he's another, a great, yeah, yeah. 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 He's a have, great I'm photographer. I'm gonna have them come and yeah, do like a really, really cool video edit of, uh, of the car. And I mean, I posted something a few few months back of like the journey of like before, right. when she wrecked and you know, 
us doing the rebuild of getting it framed off and rebuilding the chassis right. and whatnot. So that's kind of a, like, for me, it's more of like a keepsake. So that years from now, I'll be like, damn, I remember when we did all that work on this right, car. Right, yeah. And then you can go back and remember those times. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've, I've, been, I've been fortunate enough to have a lot of my friends always want to help. Uh, that's one of the reasons that it's cool having the group. I remember Jason on last time on Lola 4.0, he came here when he had his long, long locks. That's and, right, yeah. And I had my long locks and we were throwing down on the seats, putting the cushions yep. in and we're dropping yeah, the motor. Yeah. It was like, hey, we're dropping the motor. And so everyone came in and it was, was cool. So it's, it's, cool. it's always cool having the guys out, you know, everyone comes in, you know, lends a hand. And I've, I've been fortunate enough to have a lot of my friends that are really, really eager to help yeah. build the car. And I mean, well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a mechanic. So we all make best do do with what we have, and uh, that's pro that's part of the camaraderie of owning the hot rod. Right. You know. So yeah, this time uh, Cisco helped me out a lot on the chassis, and uh, a really good friend Dave. Man, he uh, he would come on Sundays when he could have been out hanging out with his family and doing other things. Yeah, sure. So I'm very grateful for for him as a friend, and you know, helping me out with the car. Yeah, and man. I wanted Mo to Mo to help me out, but. We got we got a lot of people in, in, in Mo shop, and now he's got a wait list. And if I keep waiting on Mo, I'm, I'm, it'd be Lola 5.0 in 2025, 26. And I ain't got that kind of time. I want to enjoy the car. So yeah, we uh, we, we did as much as we could. And then I had a had a buddy of ours, Drew, that uh, Drew threw down. Man, he helped me out. And yeah. Lifted the. He's got a lift, so it's always easier with the lift. Yeah, he yeah. Took the, he took I, the I body off the, the chassis seven times to make sure everything lined up. But yeah, man, I need to get over there and check him out. And we'll, everything we'll, like we'll, that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get some pictures. We'll get some. Well, pictures. here's the good part: is I, I you know, from, all of a sudden work is taken off, and I get to come down here, you know, quite a bit, you know, for you know two or three days at a time. So you know, we can go meet those guys and cruise around a little bit. You yeah. Know. Nothing. Nothing. No week long. I can't anymore because I'm married. No more seven to ten day. <laughs> Vacations for me. Well, maybe maybe seven to ten, but you make sure she comes down like That's on the fourth and fifth and sixth. Exactly. <laughs> like you can come in on the later part of the week. That's exactly right. So, but uh, yeah, yeah. That's what we used to do. That's exactly right. So you get all of your man time out of the way for the first couple of days, and then I right, exactly. Yeah, so. yeah I'm, I'm excited to get. Uh, I was actually wanting to see if I can help Jason take the truck up there so he can yeah. bring the Nova or yeah, the man, Chevelle you let down. Me know, man. Uh, that way, yeah. when Lola is back up in right. a few weeks, well, you, know, when you don't have to worry in. about that until like May now because yeah. I ain't cruising, I ain't doing nothing until May, dude. I'm, yeah. so I'm, maybe, in, I'm maybe, in the garage building my Chevelle. That's yeah. that's about it. So. If we can get if we can get Brooke, uh, Brooke and Lola have a love, uh, oh, a, lo man, a lovely friendship. Together. So they, all the, all the cars got names and. Right. Like uh, it's funny because when when Lola's down, a lot of times B, which is Beatrice, is Mo's. She's down, and yeah. they're like the two best friends. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah, everyone. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to get her on the road. She's been down for quite a while. Uh, just being able to jump in the car and cruise, cruise wherever by myself. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited about it because you know, cars. Are, you know, it's, it's a big part of my life. That's my right. baby. And. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get her on the road. Yeah, and you have so. fun with it, you know. Um, the, it's funny because on the tires, I had white lettering on it, like before anyone had oh, lettering yeah, on the tires. Oh, yeah, they start putting the stickers on the, the white and, lettering. And, uh, you know, the logo of the, the Nasty Customs was Riding Dirty. So I put Riding Dirty on there, and then I put uh, with some other stuff. But this go-around, all I'm going to put is I'm going to put Storyteller on each tire. Okay. So that, I mean, Lola's got a lot of stories herself. Right. And she's been through a lot of shit. Right. So now, that's all I'm going to have on the tires. So people know it's, oh, yeah, that's Marco's 
there goes the storyteller's car. There you go, perfect. So that, that's all I'm doing, man. I love it. I'm, I'm ready. I love it. Ready man. to get on the road. I love it. Hey, man. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for coming out, man. This is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Thanks. I'm sure we're gonna do plenty more of these. Oh yeah. You know, obviously. I know you. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm always in the background laughing and getting pictures. Right, exactly. Yeah, Marco's always in the background laughing and getting pictures. That's exactly it. 100%. So, but hey, man, thank you so much, dude. Thanks for coming out. Uh, Man, go online, check them out. Again, I'm going to post all the pictures up from the journey from beginning to end. I know you have so many pictures that you 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 can send over, and uh, I'm going to put it up on the website. Five versions of the car. Hey, man, you're uh, episode one. Cool, man. Yeah. Of season three. I'm excited about your new seasons. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's what I said. I'm going to start saying, so just chill till the next episode (laughs) at the end of all these. So, so, but yeah, man, look, season three is, uh, you know, going to be putting it out probably... You know, no time soon, probably yeah. two or three weeks. And yeah. I got to work through she'll some be, other She'll bugs. probably be running by then. Yeah, you'll be running by then. That's right. Yeah. I, can, I can post a picture of it running and everything. So. Yeah, I'll send you some video. Exactly right, man. Exactly right. Thank you so much, man. Hell yeah. I appreciate it. Go Steelers. Go Packers. Go Pack. Go. <laughs> Super Bowl, baby. <laughs> all right, folks. Thank you so much for listening. You can get online and check out all the pictures and everything that we talked about including the write-up at www.radridespodcast.com. Always some good content on there. I always put a little write-up and I put a bunch of pictures. That way you can follow along and see exactly what the car looks like as you're listening. But big thank you to Marco. Big thank you to my wife, Jen, for coming out. We had a great time. I hope it came through on the podcast how much fun we have together. Uh, I'm going to do it again once I go down to Houston when the uh, the ride is up and running and get a little update on them. That way we can have a uh, an update podcast maybe here a little bit later on. But thank you so much. And uh, like Jen has told me, I should download all my episodes uh, like uh, Dr. Dre back in the day. It uh, so just chill till the next episode.